What's good? I want to say hello to all of my Honey and Locust podcast family. It's your girl, Natasha Chantel. And it feels like a minute (laughs) since I have talked to you all. I hope that everyone is doing well. I want to come on here today and say good morning. When I say good morning, you know, this is a phrase that we are accustomed to. This is an everyday phrase that we hear that's usually associated with the rising in the morning. Some people have changed it. You know, y'all like to switch things up. Some people now say grand rising. Some people still say good morning, but we're going to call this episode good morning. But the thing is, is that I'm not necessarily talking about the rising that takes place in the morning when you go to sleep and then you raise up. Well, in a way, maybe I kind of am. You know, we talk through the lens of faith over here, but I'm actually not talking about the morning M-O-R-N-I-N-G. I'm talking about M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Okay. Yes. I want to talk about grief. I want to talk about um, the loss of loved ones, friends, those that are closest to us. This has been a very interesting time. You know, when we have had this pandemic, there's been hospital beds that have been full. We've heard those stories. Um, You know, maybe you've had a family member or a loved one that's been affected by what's going on. I don't want to say too much about it because I don't want to glorify that situation. But what I want to say is that I'm aware that some of us, some of you have had personalized be affected by what's going on right now some of them have resulted in death some of them have just been affected and there's been recoveries there we thank god for the recoveries i send my condolences to those who have lost loved ones or those who have been affected by that and in this situation um we've all whether it's through the pandemic or not, we've all had someone that we know or loved that has been um, affected probably, you know, with the numbers that are going on. We know somebody that's been affected, but even if you don't from the pandemic, we still know someone who has lost their life or who has uh, transitioned uh, to the other side. And so I want to just kind of talk about the talk about that today, you know, talk about the reality of how that can affect us, how that can affect um, our lives. We know that when somebody we're connected to and that person uh, goes away or there's an absence, you feel that thing, you feel that. And we know that the scripture says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And we thank God that our loved ones don't have to suffer anymore, whether it's through sickness, whether it was through something tragic, whether it was natural, we feel that thing. And although this person may be at peace, um, granted, you know, we still feel how we feel on this side of, of, you know, the situation. And so those are things that even personally that I've been reflecting on even in my life. So I want to talk about it today. You know, I've talked to friends and I've talked to loved ones and I've even talked to mentors about it. And it is something that affects, you know, us. We know that we are not those that are without hope. And what I've learned is, you know, it's real easy to be, um, 
it's easy to quote the scriptures and and we know that, but we still have our feelings and we still have emotions. And that's the thing that I love about God is that, you know, he was touched with the feelings of our infirmities, which means he knows everything that we feel. He was not afar off. He walked the earth and he walked the earth and he resisted temptation, but he felt he cried. And this, how do we know that? Because he cried when Lazarus, see, boom, that's the Holy Spirit coming through when Lazarus, um, passed away. Lazarus was Jesus's friend. He, he cried. Even Jesus mourned, you know? And so, um, that's the real thing is that, you know, that, that happens, you know, and it's, and it's normal to grieve. It's normal to feel. I just, today, I just kind of want to talk about it from the creative perspective, because we're creatives and we go through things in life. And even if you haven't, you know, been affected by this pandemic, like I said, we go through things in life in general. And so even just grief, we can grieve other things. We can grieve uh, memories. We can grieve situations. We can grieve the loss of relationships. We can grieve in several different ways. So you can apply this however it touches you the most. And that's just my prayer that it does touch you. But I just want to talk about that from the creative perspective. Again, like I said, you know, how do you deal with this? It's, it's not what happens to us. It's, it's how, uh, we respond. I love that quote. It's not what happens to us. It's how we respond. And I have been going through my grieving process personally since March. Um, my grandmother passed in March. And yes, since then, I've had others who have transitioned, whether it was a friend or just um, a, a close relationship, somebody that meant a lot to me. And so this is something that even I have been walking through. And as we know, with the holidays, first of all, as creatives, we can be emotional. <laughs> we can be sensitive feelers. I've said it before. I've said it again. I'm not ashamed of that. <laughs> you know, um, who was that? Erica Badu said it even in her song. I'm an artist, so I'm sensitive about my stuff. That's what she said. She didn't say those words, but, you know, the censored version. You know, so it's a known fact that artists, we can be sensitive. But the question is, what do we do with that sensitivity? You know, as feelers, as empaths, as introverts, as thinkers, as creatives, a lot of times we use our experiences um, to draw from. That's why, you know, our art has the impact that it has, right? But how do you process this thing? How do you deal with it, you know, with that? Like, what is life look like. These are things that I've had to explore. And these are some things that we'll go through today and just kind of talk about because, you know, as a creative, I've been seeing that, you know, when you lose somebody that you love, um, it can be a sensitive thing. You know, you can be triggered by triggers are a real thing. <laughs> um, triggers uh, can come, you can have a memory um, you can hear a song. You can see a scene in a movie. There's all these things that can remind you of this loved one. Sometimes even just being in nature. Sometimes I might even feel, you know, I've seen Cardinals a few times and um, 
I think of a you know my grandmother specifically or a loved one you know these are things that we've heard about too and they're things that are personal to us and so I said you know what is it I was watching um life in a year with Jaden Smith and um there's a scene in the end where you know I don't want to say <laughs> I don't want to spoil it never mind but there's a scene in there that specifically reminds me of my grandmother and for myself that was you know some things can be traumatic some things it doesn't have to be traumatic but some things can can forever impact us that's what I will say um they can forever impact us and for myself to see my grandmother take her last breath you know that that affects me. You know, when you see someone that you love or someone that you were close to and you see them transition like that, you know, that's something that I'll never forget for the rest of my life. So for me now, as I go through the grieving process and there are steps to um, recovery and grief whether it pertains to death or anything else, you know, you go through the stages. Uh, I won't go through all the stages right now, but, you know, I know that one of them is is in, in denial or anger, um, you know, coming to terms with it. You know, there's different there's different stages. And so we realize that, OK, I got to process this thing. And so I talked to a mentor of mine. And she helped me out a lot. And so I thought about this and I thought about others who may be going through this, walking through this, uh, you know, this situation or uh, this relevance in your life right now. And she let me know that that grieving is normal. Right. But if you don't balance that thing and if you don't process it correctly, you know, it could turn into depression or it could go another way. And so even for myself, um, I realized in the beginning I tried to stay busy and I tried to keep, you know, working and just keep doing different things and going about life. And, you know, your mind can uh, be busy and thinking about other things for a while. But as things slow down and we know even during this time. A lot of us didn't even really get to grieve as we are normally used to because the the normal, you know, events that we hold, you know, whether it be a funeral or a memorial, even those were altered right now because of the pandemic. So even for us, some of that has been, you know, different to process through how we're maneuvering during this time. So even that can affect your grieving process cuz it's like, what? This is this is not like what I'm used to or, or I'm used to even sending them off a, a different type of way. So it's it's I send my love to to everybody who has just been maneuvering during this time, navigating during this time and recovering, healing during this time. And I said 
to myself, I said self, <laughs> you know, seriously, I did say, man, I would love to do just a retreat to be able to sit and process and just heal and think about things, you know, during this time of transition in my life, just many transitions that are taking place, transitions in my personal life, transitions in my relationships, now transition in my family, um, you know, and now transitions even in society that are taking place and we can't even do that right now I mean you have to be creative but even traveling you have to use wisdom right now we have to be safe so I haven't really necessarily created that personal retreat for myself that I know that I would like to have somewhere on the other side of the world (laughs) so that's something that I need to look into and so Even that's one way that we could deal with grief is, you know, having a period of isolation where you can think, reflect, heal, especially for us creatives. We're so used. Most of us are servants and we know that our art is made to serve. It's made to uplift other people or, you know, be a blessing to other people, entertain other people. And so with that, we pour out a lot. And so sometimes it's okay to just say, I need some self-care right now. I need to heal. I need to be poured into. I need to be fed. I need to reflect. I need to rest. And even those are things that I've experienced. But I just want to talk about some of the ways that we could process grief and whether it's through exercise. Um, that's one way to keep it moving. Now, I'll be honest. And I'll be transparent that in the beginning of this thing, I was doing so much better with that. But then it's like I had to watch myself and it was like I, I caught myself not wanting to um, move so much. It's because you get you can get stuck in your feelings. And we don't want to get stuck in our feelings. So now we're finding ways to process them. So um, that was something even that I that I saw. And there are healthy ways to process and there are unhealthy ways to process. And we want to process in a healthy way. Um, I am super sensitive. So the tears, you know, you got to cry, cry it out. Um, You know, I believe that God is sensitive to our tears. You don't have to feel ashamed because you're grieving. Or you got to let it out. You know, we are strong people. We have been through the grace of God, that is. But we have we have been experiencing a lot, you know. Um, you know, there's some students that may even be grieving the process of education. You know, teachers grieving how things have been. Like, everybody is, is capable of having something that they're grieving um, right now. <laughs> so... Um, Like I said, exercise, running, that thing, I was doing so much better in the beginning. And now it's like I have to get myself back on it. Um, Writing. I had another friend of mine who lost her mother uh, some years ago. And I talked to her about it. And I just, and that's, and that's, that's a good thing. Talk it out, talk it out. But I talked to um, a friend and she was telling me to use, use, the grief. And I thought that was really, really good. Use the grief to create, you know, you're creative. So pour that into your songs, pour that into your writing, pour that in to what you create. And, you know, it's even the inspiration for this podcast today. But even that, you know, I found myself writing a song, you know, I found myself writing a song that was inspired by, uh, 
this process of, of healing and recovery after grief. You know, and we've seen grief can affect the whole world. When we lost Chadwick Bozeman, we saw the whole world, you know, mourning. We saw with Kobe Bryant, the whole world mourning. And, and, you know, even still as the names continue to come out in different individuals from different sectors of society government there's there's not a sector of society that hasn't been affected by what we're going through right now and we see that you know so this is really relevant for everyone so be it exercise be it you know talking to someone friends family loved ones being transparent with somebody so, you know, there's accountability through your process. And even um, I haven't personally explored grief counseling yet, but I have considered it. I wanted to see, you know, what it looked like as I'm walking just through the process right now and just kind of watch and monitor myself. But that was something that's even been suggested. And some of you may have already explored grief counseling, but, you know, even just talking to friends and, and, and loved ones. And as my friend told me to, you know, pour it into the art and, you know, just, just write it out, you know, write it out, sing it out, you know, dance it out. That's the thing that I love about this podcast, y'all. We are creative. So I love to talk to you all about, you know, the different things that we go through and how, how it affects us, us creatively. But even those things, are healing for us to create. It's healing for creatives to create because that's what we are created to do. That's what we were made for. This is our purpose. This is our passion. So to write it out, sing it out, you know, talk it out, you know, use it to create, use it to inspire. There's so many different ways that um, we can be inspired. You know, I had a, a close friend of mine who who also passed, you know, after my, my grandmother and, um, it was it was tragically a, a tragic event, and um, even the way I found out was just I didn't get to celebrate this person how I would have loved to celebrate that person, you know. And you go through those things of thinking about them, or or calling and forgetting, or sending a message, or just like oh they're not, you know. So you go through these different things, but being surrounded and not going through that alone. So even this podcast, I pray that it brings comfort to someone just to hear that you're not alone in your process and that there are ways to get through this. You will get through this. Um, You'll get through it by the grace of God. I love that we see things through the lens of faith. So we know that there's more to this whole story than even we understand or know because we only see a glimpse. Um, but, you know, knowing that there's no pain, there's no suffering, that's that's in Revelations that, you know, no more shall the tears fall from their eyes and the pain is no more and the, and the suffering is no more. Um, that That brings peace. You know, but we can be somewhat selfish, you know, we can be a little bit selfish because it's like, God, we know they're with you or they're resting, but I miss seeing that person. I miss talking to that person. I miss laughs with that person. Um, But, you know, just figuring out a way to, you know, maybe honor the memory 
of that person, whether it's through what you create, through what you contribute to society. And that's whoever, whether it's a family member, a loved one, a friend, uh, maybe someone that you admired. There are ways for us uh, to process this thing, you know, spending time on a personal retreat. It's okay to have your time of isolation. I've even seen that there are grief recovery groups. Um, That's another thing that, you know, are taking place. And even now they, they may be having some now, you know, they may be restricted in participation because of what's going on in society right now. But even the Zoom, I know some of y'all are probably sick of Zoom meetings right now, (laughs) but, you know, there are ways to have face-to-face conversations and um, to walk through these things. If you haven't seen life in a year, um, yeah, that that was a great movie, actually. Very uh, (laughs) emotion-provoking, yeah, you know, Um, very much so. And in with that, I will also say you may have to use wisdom as you're going through the grief process and recovery process. You may have to use wisdom even in what you expose yourself to because, you know, there might be some things that you can't watch right now or maybe that you can't handle right now or that might be too heavy for you right now as you are walking through grief. Notice I say walking through because it's something that we're getting through and healing through and, um, you may have to say, okay, this might not be the best song for me to listen to right now, or this might not be the best movie because, as I said before, um, in the first couple of episodes, we know that what we create draws responses, and that's the point. We want people to feel and connect, but we also have to guard, guard, you know, um, what we can handle as we heal and recover and. And, you know, process these transitions and these changes that have taken place um, in our lives. Now, I said exercising. I said writing. Writing is cathartic. Um, I've said singing. I've said dancing. I've said counseling. Um, Here's another method to explore fasting. This is something that I wanted to embark on for this reason and other reasons because we know that fasting is a great way to just cleanse our spirits, cleanse our minds, detox our lives, let God speak to us, realign us, adjust some things, purge us of some things. And even for myself, I said, you know, I I want God's strength and his grace to follow me all the more to get through this process of healing and grieving. So I decided to Fast, And this is something that I want to do through the beginning of the year or until I feel that thing lift off of me. But I wanted to share even that as a method. You know, everything looks different for us right now. Some of us are even grieving worship service, our traditional worship services, you know. <laughs> so um, there's just so many different things What I will say is that this time of being at home a little bit more gives us a whole lot more time to think, a whole lot more time to process and create um, if we use use it wisely. 
So I look forward to seeing, you know, maybe some of the things that are created from this time in history, because I do believe this is a historical landmark of a point in time that we're walking through right now. And that I believe that this is something that, you know, we see this is something that we read in history books, you know, (laughs) Um, these are the type of things that we read about. So I definitely believe that, you know, this is a time where we can be making history with what we create and how we process the things that we're seeing in society, all these things. Some people are grieving things that we've been seeing, you know, um, even as it pertains to society and and, in the justice system and things like that. You know, I read about someone who was executed on, on death row. So there's all types of things going on um, in the spirit in the spirit, in the natural, uh, that give us opportunities to appeal to God for healing and understanding and processing. And, um, I just kind of wanted to talk about it today. So I know there are people who they come to us and they talk to us. I'm one of those people. So it's, you know, less common for me to sometimes go to others, but that's something that I've had to learn to do. So even with that, if you're used to being the go-to person, even for that, this is going to help somebody. If you're used to being the go-to person, know that it's okay to go to someone when you need help. If you're so used to being the helper, sometimes you might even feel some guilt for needing um, help or assistance or even Saying no, like right now I can't handle what you're going through because I'm processing what I'm going through. And that's not to be selfish, but sometimes it's just simply self-care, especially if you're a poorer and you're always helping and you're always serving and you're always being that ear. It's okay to say right now, I need I need some time and not feel guilty or uh, remorseful about that. Something that I... (laughs) Listen, that that's personal as well as um, the fact that it may be affecting you, too, with that. So there's some people that have reached out and it's like, man, I, I need I need prayer today. And it's like, man, today I just I need to rest or today, you know, I'm, I'm praying for you. But this is why even with that and that makes another point. Boom. See, I'm telling you, we get fed over here. The Honey and Locust <laughs> podcast. We get fed. We eat. So here's the thing, even with that, you know, although we need communities of people and you don't have to walk through the process alone, come on here. The Bible does say not to put your trust in man because yes, no man is an island. We need people. Yes, absolutely. But no one will understand how you feel like God. No one will understand your heart like God. Nobody will understand how you feel about what you're walking through like God that's it right there. So even though we do have people in our lives, support systems, resources, the source, amen, point back to the source. Like we definitely know that we can cry out to him at any hour because guess what? Your friend might not be available. Your pastor might not be available. Your whoever, your boyfriend, your fiance, your husband, wife, they, whatever, they, they may love you and all of that, but guess what? They're not God. And so, 
you know, just knowing that there's somebody who understands you through and through, understands those things that you can't even say, understands those tears, understands how you feel, understands why when you saw that thing, it made you think of that loved one or that situation or whatever. God knows all of that and he can handle it. So knowing that we can pour those things out to him, man, there's a comfort in that. There's a healing in that. And there's sometimes and, and transparently because I want to help somebody. I told I'm in a pageant right now in this in this um, leadership role. And I was sharing just about transparency and how, you know, our strengths, that's that's beautiful, you know, but it's our weaknesses. It's our transparency um, that that glorifies God when that grace covers that thing and even us sharing that thing. So there's there's even, you know, a blessing in me sharing transparently that I have cried some nights, some tears. I've been comforted during, during some of those times and, and not comforted, you know, during some of those times by man, but God is always there and knows, you know, my thoughts or my heart or, you know, the memories or that I'm processing that there are some things that I wanted maybe some of these individuals to experience with me that I might not have the opportunity to, uh, experience. And so even those things, you know, um, I said, wow, God, I, I wanted, I wanted, uh, this person to be able to see this milestone in my life or see me give birth or see me get married and, and see these different things that it's like, okay, maybe that wasn't God's plan. And now I have to process that, but knowing that God knows best. And so God understands those things, God knows, you know, God knows, God knows. And the will, God's will is the best thing, is the best thing. And even just using everything that we've learned from the individuals that have affected us, you know, that have, whether it's family, friends, mentor, there's some, some nuggets, some wisdom, some things that we can learn from uh, these experiences with these people, whether it be good, bad, you know, there's, there's things that you can learn um, to take away, you know, and, and move forward and grow and continue to pursue purpose and continue to mature, continue to create. So I said, okay, yeah, we talk about a lot of different things on this podcast. And I wanted to talk about that too. We talk about life. Yeah. Let's talk about life, but also let's talk about what death means, um, you know, to, to us as we process, you know, and we know, come on, y'all, we can, we can get super, we can go there. Um, and we can get deep sometimes. And we know that, yes, God, God is, is God and God is good. And he knows, but sometimes things just hurt, (laughs) you know, sometimes things just hurt. Sometimes situations hurt, but there is a healing from that thing. And so everybody's process of, recovery might not be the same, you know, you know, and some, some things we may forever, uh, you know, feel, but I just believe that, you know, it does get better, uh, with time, but I also believe that it's okay, um, to take steps, you know, in time to help the situation get better for us as well, you know, So, um, I think about, you know, the, the good things that, that made me laugh, you know, sometimes, and I think about, 
you know, just whether it even being with, with the friend or whoever, you know, um, how it gets better with time and how that thing lifts with time, but carrying with you what you can carry and releasing to God what we should release because, you know, the memories and the laughter and the joy, we want to carry those things, but, you know, the pain and the you know, the hurt from from these transitions, sometimes those things can be too heavy and we have to release. So I just wanted to make a podcast today and talk about the reality of what it looks like walking through and recovering from the loss of a loved one, grief, death, you know, and we know that we know that Jesus, Jesus triumphed over death. We have victory over death and the beauty of accepting God and in Jesus Christ is that, you know, we know that in him we live, you know, there is eternal life in him. And so with this being the lens of, of faith that we look through over here as it pertains to the Honey and Locust podcast, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, all you really have to do is believe that he came and he died and he rose, you know, and he did all of this for your sins and that he took them upon himself to give you freedom and so that you could be a part of his family. And if you and if you want to be a part of his family, believing in your mind, confessing in your heart, believing in your mind and your heart and confessing with your mouth and inviting him into your heart and saying that you want to be saved. I'm telling you with the belief and a confession it's that simple and you become a part of his family. And if you are not a believer, I still hope and pray that something that was said today, that it blessed you, that it, it lets you know that you're not alone and that um, God loves us and he knows exactly where we are and he knows exactly what we're going through and what we've been through and these transitions, these crazy transitions and what they look like right now. And even grief that he was acquainted even with that, you know, as I gave the example with Lazarus and there's so many other um, examples, you know, in the Bible, as they say, just read the whole thing and you'll be blessed. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's an example that, you know, Jesus wept, he cried, he knows, he feels, you know, he still feels, he's still sensitive to us, you know, and He's on the right-hand side interceding for us. And so it's okay to cry out to him. And I want to say this, and I want to say this plain. It's okay to cry out to him and ask him to help you and ask him for strength and grace. And uh, knowing that he'll be right there. And so good morning was the whole point. And the topic of this show is that, you know, morning, there are good ways, positive ways, healthy ways to mourn. And it's a natural part of life. <laughs> you know, the two go hand in hand. And that even through the loss of life and transition, beautiful things can be born. You know, usually you see that in a cycle of a family, usually around the time that someone is, 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 passing not long or before that someone has has entered it's the circle you know the circle 
of life, the process and cycles of life that we see, the transitions of life. And so uh, even scripture wise, unless a kernel of wheat dies, you know, um, it can bear, you know, it cannot, it cannot bear that fruit in the harvest, you know. And so sometimes we have to uh, die to our expectations of what we wanted or our selfishness to want someone or something in our lives so that God's will and God's plan and his purpose and passion can be born in the situation. And so, good morning, good morning, good morning. When I say that, um, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. And joy does come in the morning, M-O-R-N-I-N-G. So if you are mourning, grieving, know that the sun will rise and there is a grand rising of the sun and trolls won't be always and, you know, in time that too will pass. The pain will pass, uh, you know, don't sink into a depression, uh, keep moving. That's for you and I <laughs> keep moving. Uh, do what you need to do. If it's fast, get counseling, uh, write it out, write a song. Do what you need to do to get through this time, you know. Nobody will judge you for it. And if they do, you got a whole crew of Honey and Locust podcast listeners that ain't having it, okay? <laughs> so I love you all. I pray that this blessed you. We got some other episodes that are definitely coming on the way. Music is my revolution. Part two is still coming. We're going to be talking about love and relationships, marriage, family structure, all that stuff. We got some good stuff coming up and I really don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to miss out on what we got going on. I want you to be a part of it. So I want you to not only just listen to the episodes, catch up on the previous episodes if you missed it, and then don't even stop there. What I want you to do is share it if it blesses you. Don't be stingy. Share it with somebody because somebody else out there is hungry. Somebody else out there needs to hear us hit topics that sometimes are looked over and we need to hear it from the perspective of a creative through the lens of faith. And so use our transitions um, to create something beautiful. I hope that this Honey and Locust podcast is creating something beautiful in your life and even inspiring you to create something beautiful um, in what you got going on in your life. Even your mourning, even the grief that I speak is lifting and that that situation that came and um, might have caused us some tears but there's another side to it. There's another side to it. So I love you all again. Uh, subscribe. Share the podcast. Know that the morning is coming. The morning is coming. Morning is coming. After the morning. So the morning, M-O-R-N-I-N-G is coming after the morning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. That's it until the next episode. I love you. Be blessed. And please, if you're going through these transitions, 
implement some of what was said today and give us some feedback and let us know how it blessed you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up, honeyandlocustpodcast at gmail.com. Honeyandlocustpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And if you're even moved the more, there's an opportunity for you to be a blessing to this show. You can become a sponsor. You can sponsor monthly uh, with a dollar, five dollars, custom, customize it. However, if you want to become a sponsor, let me know if you have um, something to share or a comment. Listen, we got we got you there too. And we would love to hear what you have to say, even feedback on what you're hearing. So God bless and good morning to you.